Hi everyone, welcome to Podculture Blaze D&D. This is Josh from Two Brothers Talk Games. I'm Tyler from Talking Fail, and I'm playing as Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. Hello, I'm Kevin from the Nerdy Things Podcast. I will be playing Zargash, the Dragonborn Paladin. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. Hey everyone, welcome to Podculture Plays D&D, and we're going to have a good time, I think. Last week, our brave heroes had a huge fight in a tailor's store, where Zargash was almost taken down by a halfling, and the rest of them beat up some more half-orcs in pursuit of this elusive dust. So guys, how are we this week? Doing good. Better. Good. Better's good. Oh. Probably need a healing potion or three, but yeah, pretty good. I think a lot of you will need a healing potion or three. And if anyone recalls last week, some of these wounds were inflicted by another member of the team. Okay, so it's not that (laughs) We killed the uh, the bad guys, that's what matters. (laughs) You know, what's that old saying about... Making omelets? Yeah, yeah. You can't make You gotta an break omelet. a few legs. You gotta break uh... a few legs, yeah. And if they belong to people that you're technically a, in a party with, then, you know, so be it. Hey, y'all knew I was chaotic neutral when we started this adventure. So. <laughs> I don't know if they... I don't know if they knew it then. They certainly know it now. Are they need just to trying stop? to embrace amethysia in all of her aspects. Hey, Amethysia takes care of Amethysia. Do you understand? I think I think I need to stop throwing up more kunai because it's the only way I can accidentally hurt my teammates. <laughs> yeah, so far, um, Gary and Zargash are the, are the only two with a perfect record. Yeah, because we don't ranged attack people. But clearly, this needs to change. <laughs> I want to buy a crossbow at the market. Okay, we can do that. I don't think I could use it very well. Uh, I don't think I don't think monks are proficient with crossbows, are they? Good. <laughs> That's what he's going for. <laughs> I want the most complicated crossbow you've got. <laughs> From now on, our new marching order is Gary in the front. <laughs> can we add more literal bells and whistles? It'll be a crossfire bow. You'll get caught up in the crossfire. Exactly. So, you guys have just finished a fight. The halfling, the halfling's assistant, who's also a halfling, had come back in. Um, you were holding him at knife point, Aiden, and the tailor himself had his hands up. So, what would you guys like to ask him? Or what would you like to do at this point? I'd like to ask him why nobody in this town will give us any information unless we kick their butts. <laughs> well, that's a that's a tough question. Um, he, he's not really sure. I, th- I think you've I, I think you've got him in somewhat of a uh, somewhat of a jam. And my question was somewhat rhetorical, anyway. <laughs> it, it somewhat was, yes. 
Can I t- can I tie up my prisoner? If you so wish, you can tie them up. So they they yeah. don't object. They've just seen you guys wipe the floor with the with some of the most feared enforcers of the of the halfling mafia. So they are not going to pick a fight with you guys. So then I want to get in their face and tell them to tell us what we want to know. Um, what does he want to know? And then I'm going to just growl and snap at him. What I love is that this is an interrogation where no one has asked them any questions that were not rhetorical. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You don't right, have to good. give me an intimidation roll. They are intimidated the- already. All right, yep. I guess I'll be the good cop. I'll be like, look, unless you want Zagash to eat you, you're going to have to tell us about Dust and where we can find, what's his name, Big Alfred? Big Al. Is it short for Alfred or Albert? you got to tell us these questions, though, Zagash. Alonzo. Like, when he gets like this. <laughs> when he gets like this, I can't control him. <laughs> okay, wait. So, hold me hold back. On, before- hold me back. Before we interrogate them, I should do the thing that I can do. Because I think I have a level 2 spell left. Because I didn't cast... Or no, yeah, because I cast level 1 spells during the fight. I want to cast to detect thought Mm -hmm. before we interrogate them and hope that that helps. Alrighty. I think there is a roll you have to make with that. Uh, Let's see. The description for this one's real long. so. I'm just looking it up as we go. Okay. Yeah, my laptop remembers that I wanted to find that before. Okay. Uh, what do you need to roll? Okay. I think he has to make a saving check with wisdom. Okay. I'm gonna say he's at disadvantage because he is intimidated by you guys, and his willpower would be quite low at this point. All right. Well, a four plus or minus any bonuses he may not have, is probably not going to stop you leaping through his thoughts. So, Amethysia, right now, when Gary said Dust, and Gary said Big Al, like where he is, what his name is, as far as Dust goes, he doesn't know really what it is. All you see is surface images of small bags being exchanged for a lot of money, and notes being written in a book. You also see these things being put into a safe under the counter. When Gary says, where is it? You don't really get like a, like a physical address. You get a general outline of where it might be in the slums. And when he says, what is big Al's name? You get Aloysius. Okay. Um, no one calls him Aloysius, though. You guys should keep interrogating him, and I will continue reading his thoughts as you do that. I don't know. Try and get see if we can get some more information out of him. Like, uh, okay. Like oh, and maybe... to Gary, and to Gary, he actually does answer you. He says, oh, I, I, "Look, I, 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 I don't use the dust. Okay, they come in here, they gives me the money." I, I gives them the dust. I makes the notes. After that, it's it's out of my hands. 
Hey, you guys got any other questions you'd like to ask? How many people are working with Big Al? Uh, look, sister, it's a lot of people, okay? He has a lot of half-orcs and uh, quite a number of halflings. A lot of the families, they, they used to run their own scams. Now, you ain't running with Big Al, you ain't running. Likely, you ain't breathing either. Alright, so what dirt do you have on Big Al? What do you, like, does he have any weak weaknesses, any uh, any known enemies, or uh, anything that may uh, may assist us in our quest to take him down? Inter externally, he hasn't said anything yet, but internally, you can tell that ledger comes up again. The, the one that okay. he wrote notes in. <laughs> Tax and fraud! I knew it! Not my intention. Um, <laughs> as far as enemies go, the only face that flashes in your mind is uh, the commander of the watch, Tannis Danalb. Um, well, naturally. No one else is really brave enough to pick a fight with him. Alright, uh, uh, let's find I, his ledger. Let's I, read I, his I, ledger. I, where's the ledger? Shake him around. Where's the ledger? Actually, Damn it, where's the ledger? He has to answer me first. Hold on, that was his thought. What was your question again? <laughs> look, look, lady. There's no one pick a fight with Big Al. No one. He doesn't have any enemies left. The only guy that maybe is Dan Al. You can't get to him. The guy's incorruptible, and every time he sends someone to kill him, well, that guy disappeared. As far as... That as far as, like, going anything to, to use against day. him, I doesn't know what you're talking about. Well, that will although, although his today. eyes flick over to the counter for a second. And, and you can tell he's... The safe under the counter is really preoccupying him right now. Let's... Alright, uh, let's investigate the counter. We haven't looted this place yet. No, you haven't. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd like to loot the loot, loot some bodies. Yeah, okay. let's let's search for people's shit. And while while they're looting bodies and potentially going for the safe, I'm gonna hang back and just continue reading his thoughts as they're doing that. So I'm gonna focus all of my like my my, my mind power on that uh, in case he has any reactions to what they're doing. Okay. He watches um, Aiden and Zagash going through the bodies and looting them. As Zagash picks through the halfling's corpse, you you hear a name, which is Vashtar. It doesn't really tell you anything else. Um, he's all, all you know is that this is a this was sorry a very very, very highly feared halfling. A lot of people were very worried about if someone said Bashtar is going to pay you a call, you would just, you'd leave town. You probably wouldn't live, but you know, you'd, you'd run. Yeah, well, not no more they don't. No. The, the half-orcs, he just thinks hired muscle. Was one of you going behind the counter? Was that Gary? Uh, I guess so. Okay. Gary, as you 
go behind the counter, he he, he just has the thought like, they won't find it. Oh yeah, well I looked really <laughs> hard. You can't okay. hear him say that. <laughs> hey, uh, Gary. I know Gary, you what can't do you re- see back there behind the counter? I don't know. What do I see, Dungeon Master? Um, you you see counters. It's like a a Dungeons and Dragons era cash register. There's a small notebook that looks like it would keep um, appointments and whatnot. And there's a pretty basic counter under it, unless you want to roll an investigation or some such, Gary. Alright, I shall investigate this counter. You shall. Uh, eleven, and I don't think I have any proficiencies. I think you've got plus one in intelligence, don't you? Yeah, plus one in intelligence. Okay. It is, and and you, you suspect there is something under there. Because Amethysia's really been pushing on that, I think. Yeah, uh, tell me what tell me what you see back there, Gary. I want you to re- recite what you see to me, and one at a time. I mean, there's just a ledger and a cash register, but I don't know. I get the feeling if you go Batman on this on this podcast, halfway. As you're knocking on the counter, you hear one area has like an almost hollow sounding like ring to it oh boy i get to destroy another piece of inanimate wood <laughs> i'm i'm gonna turn to our tied up friend and uh give him a look and say now do you want us to destroy your shop and kill you or do you want to just tell us what's in there and how to access it now Give me an intimidation. With okay. with advantage. Okay. Uh, okay. So. That thirteen's gonna do it. Because okay. you've got plus everything. And <laughs> look, he's pretty frightened. He shrugs. Yeah. Um yeah. gives me a moment. And he holds his hands out so you can see what he's doing. He very, very slowly and carefully, not making any threatening gestures to anyone, Gary. (laughs) Well, technically he's still tied up, so I'm not sure how he's doing this, but it's not threatening. He's holding his hands together, like his wrists together. He's got his hands out just in front of him. He walks over to the counter, and you see him, he just kind of presses the hollow area and gives it like a slight twist almost. And it just pops out. Underneath, you can see a safe that... It looks like a pretty decent kind of safe. It's like essentially like a foot square. And Gary, you're you're not a thief. You're not any kind of engineer. But this does look like a very, very serious piece of metal to keep what's in there very much inside there. Alright, well, I mean, it's a safe. Amy, this is your department. That is my department. <laughs> I'll keep an eye on the halfling. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. I'd like to position myself at the front door of the shop just to kind of keep an eye in case nobody bursts in. That's a good I'm idea. i stand here awkwardly. Well, um, Zagash, if you want to go through the halfling's stuff, because you were closest to him... Yeah. 
Excellent. Um, so I'm gonna use my thieves tools. Okay. Uh, Can you to... give me your roll with advantage? Yes. And I believe you have proficiency in everything like that too. I do. I have proficiency in sleight of hand and stealth. And thieves if that tools. matters. Oh, thieves tools. Yes. Ooh. Right, natural 20. You walk over to the safe, you just go, amateurs. You just, you, you don't even take a thieves tool out. You just reach over to it, knock it gently on the side, and the door pops open. <laughs> so I'm like Fonzie with a jukebox. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you Fonzie hey. that shit. Hey. You just look at the halfling double finger pistol. Hey. <laughs> He's amazed by the way. He thinks that was amazing. Like, well, he probably I, thinks I, I paid a lot of money for that. Safe. It was uh, not well, you safe. You should probably get a refund. <laughs> That's the least of my worries right now. And yeah, the, actually, the the receipt's still in there. Can you leave stats? I gotta talk to that guy. <laughs> of course. Well, it's it's very gracious of you guys. And Zagash, um, I didn't forget. You find two short swords. One of them is coated with dragonborn blood for some strange reason. They don't give off any magical feeling, but they are very, very well made. The rest of the halfling, you don't find any jewelry. He wasn't wearing anything particularly flashy. Um, you do small find. You do. God's sake, Zuko. You do find a small vial of. What looks like a, um, it's kind of like an off-green liquid. It's fairly opaque. If you, were to, take the, if you were to take the top off and smell it, it, it does not smell like something that's good for you. So you would assume that it might be a poison. I shall roll hey. medicine and investigate this poison. Hey guys, this smells terrible. Smell it. <laughs> does this smell like chloroform? Alright, Gary, you've got medicine and you're kind of... Okay. Yeah, this is wisdom a poison. plus four, medicine plus six. Oh, nice. Oh, damn. Okay. On your medicine roll, you did very, very well. This is a kind of knockout poison. So, if you were to, say, dip... It's, it's enough for one application on, say, like an arrow or a blade. If you were to apply this to a blade or an arrow, and this hit someone, it could render them unconscious, um, or like kind of semi-conscious, for three rounds. Okay. And, uh, and right next to it, DC 14. Alright. You could also get someone time. to ingest it. So no matter how it gets into them, they're going to be a very drowsy boy. Alright, uh... Who wants the chloroform, then? I guess Josh wasn't joking when he said that. This really does smell like chloroform. Yeah, you get a little bit lightheaded as, as you place your nostrils over it. Oh, yeah. Um, he had two hand crossbows. Again, they're basic, but very, very high quality. The poison bolts that he had, he already loosed at Zargash. All the other bolts, you'd think are just ordinary bolts. I mean, they're not marked in any particular way. Alright, I guess I'll equip one of the hand crossbows. I'm getting unlucky! 
you have a hand crossbow and 12 bolts. Cool. As nice. he's, like, fawning over the crossbow, I'm gonna, like, like pop my head up over the counter and just roll my eyes at him. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. In the safe, we're finally there. Oh, and the half-orcs have, say, 44 pieces of silver and some clubs. They... They didn't really come out equipped for anything. Okay. Crystal, in the safe, you find three bags of dust that match the dust you've already been given. You also find a small ledger that, as you open it, just kind of flick through. There are names, times, quantities, and prices written in. So this is a record of all the dust transactions that have been going through this business. Okay. And, that's and all that's in here? Oh. Crystal, can you roll me two D100s? Okay. So now I need to go back. For, the, so you got for those 54. of you at home, I rolled a 54 and an 87. Yes, and I have no idea what that will mean. I mean, knowing right. Josh, it's usually like what our next random encounter is going to be. Right. right. Like In the, in the um, save as well, you find a couple of spell scrolls. Ooh. Yeah. Um, can you and Gary give me Arcana rolls to see what you know about them? Ooh. <laughs> Apparently I used up all my knowledge and good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Crystal, you're unrolling it. Gary comes over, looks at it, looks at you for a second, turns it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, I'm only plus one for Arcana. Arcana's not my specialty. You're not, but, you know, but you're kind of bright. Okay, you know, Gary, that these spell scrolls, one of them is a cantrip spell scroll. The other is a first level spell scroll. Both of them are Arcana magic, so it's wizard magic. What in the world is a tailor doing with... Arcana scrolls in his safe, and I turn and like look at the the, the guy that owns the shop. Uh, some, sometimes people can't pay their bills, so I I, I takes I takes goods instead. Yeah, but why were these in the safe? They're not even that good. They're it's a level one scroll, scroll in a cantrip. It's not like these are hot commodities. What, what do you mean a level one? <laughs> it was supposed to be I level mean, five. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if they measure spells by level, but... Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's he, a he's very saying, low but, level. But this, is, but this was supposed to be good magic. Well, I, I'm, when you go get that refund for the safe, you may also want to speak to the person who gave you the spells. If I'm in a position you know, to do anything to that person after this, I'll be a happy boy. You know what? We might be available after... We, can, we might be able to help you out with that. I'm just wondering, Aiden, is offering to be like an underworld enforcer really in character for a lawful character? <laughs> no, it's not. But, I'm it, just but asking, for a lawful I'm not character you. to offer to help someone hey, in need. Hey, I understand this person ripped you off in the middle of your illegal activities. Do you want me to go beat him up? 
Two we, wrongs. We, we believe everyone deserves their fair share. <laughs> Excellent. He also does give you the absolute physical where to find Big Al's casino address as well. Ah, finally. So, look, he's he's deflated. He just says, look, if, if she just can leave the money in the, in the register, I'm going to leave town. They find out about this, I'm as good as dead. Um, can you untie me and the boy? And we just gonna hold on to the to Dano now. We're gonna be like, we made another arrest. We have the permission slip to arrest whoever we want. Also, we killed he, some people, but they tried to kill us first. So you know. Yeah, I'm not really thrilled with letting him go. Yeah, especially it's because been... it might behoove him to go win Big Al's graces by uh, telling him about us. Yep, it may do. All right. Um, Zagash, what's your take on this? I'm scared. Aw, Zagash got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly died. You, you and I Aiden know. could have like I'm, a support group. I'm timid now. Like I'm, I'm really <laughs> hurt. I think we should cover our bases and turn this guy in. All right. Okay. You and your small parade of halflings. Um, so the, the tailor and his apprentice, you guys march back to the watch house. No one, nothing happens. You guys don't get attacked by anyone. It's a fairly, it's a fairly quick walk. Right now it is probably somewhere near around one o'clock in the afternoon for those of us trying to keep track of time. And again, you're escorted straight into Thomas Danalb's office. Um, your prisoners are signed into custody and hurled into a cell. So. Hey, you also might want to send someone over to the tailor shop to clean up the, the bodies, or it's going to stink real bad in there. Yeah, well, that won't be difficult. Dead bodies seldom walk around. So, so what we, have, we, have oh. a lo- we have a possible location on uh, Big Al. Can, what can you tell us about that area? And the Al stands for Aliyah <laughs> Alfredo. Changes everything. We always <laughs> thought it was Albert. Um, well, the sluns... Uh, wretched hive of scum and villainy, really. We must Not be cautious. Everyone... <laughs> yes. Yes, you must. He gives you a look. Not everyone down there is a criminal, but... It doesn't hurt if you are one. Generally speaking, we don't patrol too often. Lost too many good men. Lost a lot of not very good men too, by the way. Uh, I do know that place. It's a... Rather a lot of half-olds do tend to congregate around there. We would have raided it, but... The cost and manpower would have been... Well, prohibitive to say the least. If there's anything you can do, I'll more than happy to pay you back. I think we could probably help you with that, but we definitely need a good night's sleep before we do something like that. So do you have any accommodations that you can help us with? Aren't you staying at the church? And it's like one in the afternoon. Yeah, we just well, need to get a quick heal up and a short rest. A short rest? Um, Does that get back all of our spells? 
or it gets you it gets you back half. So you'd get I'd say one and one. So and hopefully there's people at the church who can healing magic us back up to feeling good about ourselves. Hell we're not it's not even urgent. We could just do this tomorrow. I mean that's kinda of what I was thinking, but <laughs> I guess in that theory tries. if Big Al's guys don't return, he may come looking. He's not gonna kick down the church. Let's have a nice sleep. Alright. You proceed back to the church and you you guys have a meal, you guys have a bit of a rest up, you get healed, you fall asleep. The next day, what is your plan? Shop for an even more slum. complicated crossbow. <laughs> 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 how about just how about just get a blindfold? Nice. And just every time yourself. Just every time I'm gonna spin and fire this in a wild direction. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use cheap points. <laughs> yeah, you could oh no, you couldn't flurry blows with it. Although that'd be pretty funny. Alright. So All what right. would you guys like to do? And what time would you like to do it? I think we'd like to head out fairly early in the morning. Assuming that we went to bed early, then we could probably get an incredibly early start, maybe even before dawn. And hopefully try to catch some people unawares down in the slums. Yeah, drug users aren't known to be morning people. We'll probably catch them by surprise. That's a good idea. So in the pre-dawn gloom, your party heads down to the slums, deep into the slums. Before, where there were one or two dusters or alcoholics on the side of the street, here they're just in packs. And again, this is still technically kind of night time. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of nightlife around. You can hear small snatches of exotic music and odd smells of weird cooking wafting from different houses. As you approach where you know the casino to be, you see three huge half-orcs standing outside of a door. As you approach the door, it opens and a humanoid, a human man is thrown out. A small halfling walks out and shouts, Yeah, look, we sees you back here. We cut your hands off next time. And the door slams shut. So, are you dissatisfied with your casino experience? <laughs> <laughs> We would definitely like to, to grab him and pull him off to the side. We have a short survey for you to fill out. <laughs> he, he's too stunned and too drunk to resist. Uh, I, I, yeah, we work uh, for the government. What? We work for the government. Uh, what are we going to ask him? What's the really layout of the, inside that building? It's like a casino, mate. Is like this is like the tables and the little halflings, and and there's a bar and, and 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 there's upstairs where you don't go, you don't go upstairs, and and there's downstairs, and I don't like downstairs. It's it's too exciting. There's people killing each other. It's it's uh, not a nice place. All right, let's let's try and get inside this casino. All right, you're too pushy. Are there uh, um are there any like buildings that are cl- close? By this the casino building like maybe we could like somehow get into the second level from another building like a zip line or something yeah i don't think we'll get to the front door 
At least not with their weapons, and especially not with Fluffy. Unless we put Fluffy in the bag. <laughs> I mean, as long as her head Never is sticking out, she'll be fine. <laughs> Never put Fluffy in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Fluffy would go in the bag. To answer your question, Aiden, um, the casino is essentially part of a warehouse. So there's a couple of warehouses that are quite close to it. Although, g give me a perception roll, each of you. Okay, some good perception. Wait, mine is you too, what? Alright, Aiden and Gary. Wow, you guys are on it. Each of you spot um, essentially three sentries on the roof. And they're just kind of looking now. I mean, these are half-looks and it's dark. Uh, you do know half-looks have dark vision, but I mean, j just from their general demeanor, you don't think they're paying a lot of attention. Because I mean, who's going to try and enter the casino by the roof? Exactly. Batman. I mean, us. Are they currently, can you guys tell if they're covering all sides of the building? If there's only three of them, and theoretically this is a four-sided building, is there a side that is technically unwatched at the moment? You suspect you could probably come in on the south side, but you'd need to walk around the building a bit. Alright, let's do that. Alright. You walk around the building trying to trying to kind of look nonchalant or not essentially trying to look I am not casing this place to break in the can we, half we can be pretend to be drunk <laughs> you could the halfling sorry the half orcs on top they don't follow your group around and you can see that they essentially just kind of mill around the top it's a little bit random and you can see that two of them are standing over a large window on the south side which would kind of be your only way in on the second level. What's the... And sorry, um, sorry. I also just realized, to clarify for our Australian and American listeners, the first floor is the one on ground level. The second floor is the one above that. Sorry, I know you guys do it a little bit differently to, you know, other parts of the English-speaking world. Oh, I don't know. It all sounded normal to me, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, actually, like, so, it might be the Brits who do it differently. Oh, maybe. Uh, what is the, like, the, the facade of the building itself? Is it smooth? Is it rough? Like... It's very old brick. Okay. So, theoretically, I could climb up to the second floor window using my... Thing that I have that I'm gonna remember the name of in about three seconds when I scroll down and find it. You uh, possibly could. The only problem would be that in order to do so, you would have to walk past the guards who are on the ground floor. So is there an adjacent roof that we could shoot an arrow across with yeah. a rope tied to it? Look, there's only about mm, I'm just trying to think about how far it would be, like your average kind of your average kind of alleyway, so call it maybe 15 feet worth of gap. Which for most oh. of you, well, for one or two of you, wouldn't present a huge problem to cross. Particularly the one who can leap like 30 feet. Hey, I know who that is. You don't need to shoot an arrow at all, so I've got my jumping boots on. 
<laughs> Gary says, I am the arrow. Okay, well, you take an end of the rope and then jump across, tie it off, and then we can shimmy across. How does Fluffy get across? How did Fluffy get into the sewers? We carried How are her. you going to get across while carrying Fluffy? Am I going to have to... Work here, hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna gently pick Fluffy up and place her on Aiden's back and then gently use a rope to kind of like create like a baby sling so that way Fluffy is on, on the back of Aiden. Or no, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll lash her to this Zargash. This would be really, be really funny for any onlookers <laughs> watching this. So I'm just going to lash... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lash her to Zargash since he's bigger so that way he can... Hold her and get them both across a little more easily. And I'm the whole time I'm looking at Aiden like, yeah, it's cool. You cool? We good? Like, great. Are you guys just doing this in the street? No, we're I, back. I thought we were on the roof. Okay. No, we're not on the roof. We're behind the building. All right. I, I will say you're you're taking shelter in an alleyway near the uh, warehouse, but hidden. Otherwise, yes. people are going to think the circus is in town. I mean, we've already pretended to be a band, so circus well, would seem to be the logical next step. That could be plan B. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, what, what's the name of your band? Well, we've got a wolf and this is his dad. We're wolf father. <laughs> we came uh, up with a name for the band earlier when we were lying, but I don't remember what it was. It was Dragon's Dawn. It was Dragon's Dawn, <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Very wonderful. So you guys are wanting to climb up? Give me a, give me an athletics check or an acrobatics. Oh yeah. Ooh, acrobatics. I'm good at this. Acrobatics, I think, is mine as well. All right. Uh, plus two, so twelve for me. Yeah, plus I'll three. Handstand my way up there. Okay. Actually, no. Um, Kevin, you rolled like sixteen. You had your strength. Athletics. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, you're you're awesome. Okay, each of you rolled fairly well. Gary with a natural twenty. You 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 just jump, grab the grab the bottom of the roof and just haul your body up. While everyone's kind of like just like scrabbling up, you're like. Hmm. Yeah. All right. It is still very very dark, so I'm going to quickly roll a couple of dice for the orcs. See if they see you we should guys. Use, if they don't, we should use our knockout stuff on them. Yeah. Oh, we're you've not got, on that. You've that, got one on use. Of that building, right? Or are we? You, you've are got we on the roof one, of their building? You've got one use of knockout juice and you're not on the roof of that building. And I would like each of you to roll a stealth check. Oh, crap. Oh, crap indeed, Mikey. Doesn't Zagash have like a, a stealth cloak? My, my stealth is really Dude, good. So even twice. though I rolled, oh no, that's, that's good. Okay, so, so Kevin, you, you can you, yeah, yeah, you get advantage because you got a cool cloak. Nice, I'm the best. My my table says I have a plus five after stealth. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. <laughs> I was going to assume a 12 does it. I'm not even checking. Well, it actually does. Yeah. Yeah. 
You you guys all beat it by well, okay, sorry. Aiden beat it by one. Yes. These orcs, you can tell actually now from the way they're moving, that there's clearly some kind of chemical interaction taking place in them. And Aiden, you can just you can smell something very, very strong and extremely alcoholic on the wind. So okay. they've been drinking. And you guys are on top of the warehouse next to it. How would you like to proceed? Um, I think we should potentially sure. throw or like shoot an arrow like toward the other side of the building to try and distract them and get them away from us because I feel like us flying into the second story window will be potentially harder to do without being detected. So I feel like we should try and get them even farther away from us if possible. All right. So what? I don't know, uh, Aiden. If you wanna, you, you can. You've got some good shooting skills. Okay. okay. Is there? Yeah, roll, roll me a d20. Sixteen nice. plus. Oh, plus everything. Ooh, here. Hold on. I've got, and it'll be like, um, like a makeshift. Like we'll attach like a bag of like some of our lowest value coins, but like a really like weak piece of fabric. So in theory, when the arrow lands, the coins will scatter and like make a lot of noise. Very nice. Aiden, you take aim at a chimney on the corner of the roof and let fly. The arrow zips through the air beautifully and strikes the corner of the chimney. The copper pieces scatter everywhere and you can just see the orcs all turn their heads in that direction and just hurry on over to where the noise is, uh, where the noise is coming from. Well, I guess that's my cue. Uh, run up and grab a rope first. Mm -hmm. Good idea. And then you know, leap across this chasm. Excellent. I don't know how many, I don't know how many feet it is, but I assume like it's my twenty feet, and you can go. jump like uh, it's 30, 35, So you don't even have to roll. Above the window is like a large gargoyle. It's quite. It's it's made of quite heavy kind of stone. Well, it's not like a gargoyle. It's just like an outcropping of brick. So I realized I should have. If I'm going to put a gargoyle on there, I should have described it before. It's just a large outcropping of brick that's quite sturdy, and you tie the knot quite easily. Give me a, actually, give me a dex check to see how quickly you do it and how well. 14 plus nice. four. Oh, nice. It is really, really tight, and it is like you are blindingly fast. I it's assume they had the rope ready to cash. go on the other side. Yeah, well, I, I figure uh, I liked Aiden's idea of using it. Or I think it was Aiden's idea of using it kind of like a zip line potentially. Mm. So yeah. I'm going to take my uh, crossbow er, and uh, and ride the rope down to the other side. Nice. Okay. I mean, it's only 20 feet, so it's not going to be hard for you guys to cross over. So you cross over on the rope. You're now all over on the other side of the building. The orcs are picking up the coins slowly and checking them out. Just wondering what's going on and what would you guys like to do now? So are we inside the building? No, you're on top of it. No. You're on the roof. We're on top. The, okay. the window that I described before is... It, if you were to swing down, you could swing in through it. That. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we yeah. get like Sorry, theme music we and an explosion? 
I thought we were zipping into the window, but this I'm, will work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Mission Impossible theme. And then uh, Zargash uh, grabs uh, a rope and jumps off and swings through. Does Zargash yell something? Uh, obviously I yell my catchphrase. Oh crap, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Zargash, 300 odd pounds of Dragonborn smashes through a glass window. As you, as you shake the glass off your head, you realize that you're in an office. Oh, what? To your left are two half-orcs standing near a, a... Well, it's a spiral staircase, but we should call it a helical staircase because it's technically a helix, but Josh is being an idiot now. So to your left, you see two half-orcs standing near a helical staircase. Before you, you can see a large carpet with a huge desk at one end. Sitting at this desk is an extremely well-dressed halfling. To the right of the carpet are two smaller desks where two smaller half with two other halflings, sorry, are working furiously in notebooks. To the left of the carpet is a couch where is lying down the biggest half orc you have ever seen. I'm gonna give the rest of you six seconds to decide what you're doing. Jumping after him. Yeah, <laughs> flying in the window. Yeah, swinging down, going in with him. We're all together. We're not splitting the party. Wonderful. And um, Zargash, I'm sorry to do this to you, but Zargash is going to get killed. <laughs> you take. Hey two guys, I'm, glass I'm here damage. for my dentist appointment. <laughs> <laughs> the halfling behind hey, the Al, desk. Do you wish us to leave? <laughs> That's my leading phrase. <laughs> all right. Okay. Tyler gave you a pity laugh. <laughs> oh, I heard it. What is Josh typing? I didn't expect you guys to get here this quickly, so let's go. <laughs> you know what? We've we've continued to do that to you throughout the course of this entire campaign. I think you're kind of supposed to. <laughs> well, good. I'd feel bad if we were doing something we weren't supposed to. No, that's okay. I would. I do feel sad if we're like missing out on some really cool like side story mm. stuff that you wrote, but it's really hard to know what's the. Well, we're missing out on a main story of trying to find a book. We got sidetracked. <laughs> going to some fucking halfling casino. I'm really sick of this. We got to find this important book, Al. All right. So I want to punch just, people. Can you just beat yourself up already? Very good. Can you just do? Can you just do that for us? Wonderful. There was totally a jet. There was totally. I'm going to roll initiative. In Taylor shop. Oh, should we be rolling initiative as well then? Actually, I'm going to have to roll three initiatives. Surely Zaga should get uh, like an advantage. He just. I, I will. I will give it. I will oh. give Zagash a uh, surprise round. Well, I, I'm going last in initiative. I got my one out of the way now, so that's good to know. As an 18, I guess I'm going right off Zargash's bonus round. Yep, Gary, you'll be going first. I think Zargash is going <laughs> next. If I look at his... <laughs> I crashed into, like, the window frame, and I'm, like, <laughs> cl clamoring in as you guys are fighting. <laughs> you had too much rope, so you're just going to hit the bottom under, yeah. under the window? 
And Zaga still has Fluffy tied onto him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I remember Whoops. that. I was going to, on my turn, I was going to, like, cut her free or something. No wonder I landed so softly. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Fluffy's fine. If Fluffy dies, I'm going to lose it, just as an FYI. <laughs> Well, if Fluffy dies, Aiden can bring her back. Oh well, then that, well, you know, then it's like pet cemetery. We got zombie dogs, okay. so perfect. Yes, we do. Um, Zagash, you've got one surprise round. All right. Um, prison rules. I'm going after the big guy. Very good. Roll me an attack, and because he's lying down, I will give you advantage. All right. Nice. What did you roll? Uh, rolled a 15. Very nice. You hit him. Give me some damage. Five. Very good. So that's quite a good bit of damage to take off him without him able to do anything. Sorry, I'm just writing everything down because I wasn't prepared for you guys to hurl yourself straight into combat. We we just fight everywhere. You do we this go. every we, time, we... and it's great. Well, for the record, Wonderful. at the tailor shop, we tried really hard to just okay. have a conversation, okay. and then the bad and guys started the fight. You. So, so that's fair. Zagash, so <laughs> you run over to the couch and smash the the half orc in the chest. The couch disintegrates around him, and he leaps to his feet drawing a huge maul over his shoulder. And he looks at your hammer and goes, is that all you're swinging? All right. Yeah. Gary, your turn. All right. Uh, Actually, no, sorry. Zagash, as you do that, you can see the halfling behind the big desk. His eyes go wide and he just hides behind the desk. A second later, you see two huge plumes of smoke go up in front of the desk and two human creatures that look like small little fiends just erupt from out of the smoke, gibbering and cackling maniacally. Well, here I was thinking I was going to read Ali's rights, but maybe a bit later. (laughs) Maybe. All right, well, Zargash is probably going to be fine taking care of Mr. Hammer there, so... Uh, wait, hang on. Who's lying down on the couch on top of his maul, which he just uh, had to pick up because it was slung over his shoulder? That seems that doesn't seem comfortable. Ardash does not do comfortable. Uh, wait, what's that orc's name? Ardash. Ardash versus Zargash. Oh, my God. I only realized. Wait, that, what happened? I only realized that. Ash. No, Ardash is like his head enforcer. Oh. Uh, Not that you guys know this, but you know, you know it now. Yeah, the well, name it, doesn't really give us any information, so it does not. I don't know. It's like it's like Dark Souls. You walk into an arena and you just know their name. We've never met Mr. Taurus Demon, but I know who you are. And I you're know Taurus you're a Demon. prick. Yeah. I had a Dark Souls run. Every boss I killed, I would get killed shortly after and then get killed again before I'd retrieve the experience. It was 
very annoying. You know, in future Dark Souls games, they would always give you a bonfire after you beat the boss. Mm. I almost broke my pencil then, just from, like, remembered rage, and then I realized I've only got one pencil. (laughs) Well, you're going to need it to record the damage I'm about to do to one of these fiends. All right. Oh, nice. All right, I'm assuming both of those have hit. Oh, wait, there's a plus one on that first one. There is. That's... Uh, eight plus four dex plus one quarter stuff. So thirteen plus uh, five. Yeah, eighteen damage for the nearest fiend. Jeez. Damn, son. I forgot to use my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe continue forgetting about the crossbow. I, I'm just wondering, does Gary have a um? D- does Gary have a catchphrase? I already used. Hey, Al, do you wish us out of here? Oh, that's a terrible Ethan. Bloody yeah. Man. That's yep. really awful. Give me a second. I've got to do Pretty this in bad. my head and, and get this right. Um, so how much damage did you do? 18, did you say? Yep. Bloody hell. Been. Okay. You crack your staff straight into him and follow up with a punch in the face. The staff definitely hurts him, but he just kind of shrugs off in the punch in the face and doesn't really affect him at all. But he's still standing. Okay. Um, Big Al comes back up from behind the desk, and he shoots a crossbow bolt at... Um, who's, he shoots it at Gary, because Gary's closest. Oh, dang it. Dodge that, Ethan. Uh, speaking of getting shot at by crossbow bolts... <laughs> How's <laughs> my reflection work? Okay. Um, you need to roll really well. Starting at the third level, you can use your reaction to deflect or catch the missile when you're hit by a ranged weapon attack. When you do so, the damage you take from the attack is reduced by 1d10 plus dex plus bunk level. All right. Well, roll a d10. So 9 plus 4 plus 3. 16. So after you finish beating the hell out of the spine devil, you just look up, you see the ball coming towards you, and your hand just ca- goes up and catches it just before it hits you. Wait, how much damage was it going to do? It was going to do, like, 8 points of damage. Oh, yeah, okay, yep. Because it needs to do 0 for me to throw it Catch back. It. No, no, no. So I'm gonna... It needs zero for you to catch it, and you expend a key point if you want to throw it back. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it costs a, a key point, which I yeah. am totally going to use, because the last time <laughs> I did this, it was amazing. <laughs> it was, yes. <laughs> All right, uh, make a ranged weapon. Uh, attack with proficiency regardless. Yep. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Roll it up. Just a d20. Oh. Wow. Wow. You hold the bolt back at him and it sticks into his desk. And as it is... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, guys. As it is 2 o'clock now, here in old Sydney town, unfortunately, I am going to have to go back to work. But how will this encounter turn out for them? Tune in next time. I bet we'll win. We'll kick him in the bum. I'm sure you will. 
Quad Culture Plays D&D is an independent creation, put together by myself and the other people you can listen to. I'd love to thank Gavin, the miracle of sound gun, for the use of his music. Please go buy it all, he's amazing. All the other sound effects come from internet libraries. If you have any queries, please contact us at Twitter at PodCultureDnd. Until next time, be good. <laughs>